Today I'll be chatting all about children's play spaces and how we can set up play spaces that are appropriate to the current children's level of development and also how to set up play spaces to improve their development in areas of gross motor skills and fine motor skills. So the first three questions that I would really love you to answer for the children who are using the play space is number one, what play schema are the children currently in? If you don't know play schemas, that's okay. Just go to my Play, Move, Improve podcast and I would suggest firstly listening to the play schema episode to learn more about play schemas. The second question that I would love for you to answer is, do the children W sit on the floor or do you have any children who are struggling to sit upright at the table? I'll explain why in a minute. And the third question is, are the children in this play space able to tear paper using their pincer grip, which is just using their first two fingers and thumb? Or are they still tearing paper with their elbows out to the side using their shoulders and elbows to tear the paper? Again, I'll explain more of why I have those three interesting questions for you to answer first. The reason why I ask about play schemas first is we may have beautiful imaginary and creative play set up in the early learning environment. We might have imaginary kitchens set up, small, small world play areas set up, but these areas just aren't used, being used or they may not be used appropriately by the children currently. What I see a lot in the imaginary kitchen space is some children are just moving objects from one area of the classroom to the other rather than pretending to have a cafe or pretending to cook. Similar with the small world areas, children might be taking the dinosaurs and carrying them around the room in one hand while playing magnetic tiles rather than being engaged in the small world dinosaur play. You might also see you've set up beautiful areas in the doll area, but children are carrying the dolls around upside down or walking the dolls around in a pram, but the pram isn't going shopping or the doll isn't going to the library. There's no purpose to the play. So that's why if you're having any of these experiences in your play setups, please make sure you listen to that play schema episode. The second thing that I asked about was W sitting and if they're sitting slouched in the chair. This is a sign of children possibly having poor core strength or their reflexes may still be hindering their development. So in this particular situation, I would encourage bringing out soft rugs, soft blankets on the floor to encourage children to lay in tummy time and play activities such as puzzles, small world play on the floor rather than slouching or standing at the table. I also encourage you to take chairs away from some of the tables and instead have cushions on the floor around the table so children are kneeling at the table. When we kneel at the table, we have our knees on the floor and we have our torso nice and straight. But when we're sitting on the floor in W sitting position, our knees are buckled and our torsos not straight, which isn't great for core strength. So having the chairs away from the table so the children can't slouch in the chairs and instead setting up some cushions at the table or having nowhere to sit at some of the tables so they're standing would promote their core strength a little bit more. 
Another great activity to build up core strength for children is asking them to wipe up the tables before snack time or once they've done their art and craft or their sand play or their slime play for the children to wash the tubs out or wipe the tables down. This provides the children with sensory play as they're setting up and packing up their stations. It's also providing the children with strong gross motor skill development by when we wipe a table down ourselves, we're building up that shoulder strength and that core strength rather than the teacher's body getting stronger in those areas. The last question I asked you is all about pincer grip and fine motor skill development. If you have children who still use their elbows to tear a piece of paper, that's just showing us that they may still need help with their gross motor skill and fine motor skill development. What we would do for this is we'd encourage children to push baskets, trolleys or prams of books or something a little bit heavier than a doll to build up that shoulder strength and build up their core strength before providing them with fine motor activities. We would also encourage them to do more tearing paper activities. So my favorite is to create some food for the animals by tearing paper into strips or squares to feed the animals. We could also tear lots of small pieces of paper to hide the dinosaurs or to use as food in the imaginary kitchen section. Rather than using plastic pretend food, we can use torn up pieces of paper to pretend to be soup, casserole, salads, etc. When we tear paper, we're building up our gross motor and fine motor skill development, which is wonderful for children. It's also important to be mindful of the shelving that you have in the space or the, the sizes of the tables that you have in the space. For example, if you have mostly children's size tables, then they may not be able to stand at the table and encourage a strong, tall torso. They may be able to lean forward onto the table because the table is too low. Or you may have shelving units, but they're too high to safely use as a play space or a small world space. So be mindful of the types of shelves you have. I encourage a range of different height play spaces. So using a shelf that's bolted to the wall and, and safe to play as a small table, placing little dinosaurs inside the nook of the shelf or placing art and craft on the top of a small shelving unit rather than putting it on a child's table is another great option. Again, safety first. So never provide children with a space to play on if they can pull that onto themselves always making sure that you're using furniture that has Australian standards or the standards that are appropriate for your country, I strongly encourage. But when we use the top of a small shelving unit, we're encouraging children to stand and hold their body up nice and tall, rather than if we're encouraging them to play mostly on the floor in a W sitting position. If you do have a lot of children who are W sitting, just look at the type of activities that they play with. They might be playing with the train tracks, magnet tiles, small world animals. Just bring them up from the ground onto a low shelving unit or onto a adult sized table so they have to stand up nice and tall to play with their favorite resources rather than being able to be slouched down on the ground in W sitting position. If you have children that slouch at the table and don't like to play on the floor, you might like to encourage them to play inside tunnels or play underneath tables. If you look underneath the table, you could make a world underneath the table by putting stickers underneath the table, by hanging streamers from underneath the table, putting a soft sheet over some of the table to create a fort. 
This will encourage children who typically get stuck at the puzzle table or the art and craft table to go and explore a new small world underneath another table. So we always look at the environment, not just at our adult level, but where the children could be. Could they be playing on the floor on a nice soft rug, in a soft dark tent, in a exciting new fort? Could they be standing up to play at an adult sized table, at a low shelving unit? We're changing the way that the children are positioned to play so that they're building up their gross motor and fine motor skill development. Enjoy those few strategies. Let me know your favorite strategy on my Play, Move, Improve Facebook or Instagram page. And I look forward to sharing my next tips with you soon. Bye for now.